All right, everybody, welcome into this week's episode of the DNVR Rapids podcast presented by the homies at Ivaca TV. I'm your host, Mitchell Carroll, aka Merchel. Uh, you know me from the DNVR Rapids podcast, and I am joined by the superest of super producers, Mr. Yahir Vasquez, super producer. Yah, yah. How you doing, buddy? Uh, how you guys doing today? Yo, chilling, man. Folding t shirts and reading about the Rapids. That's my life, baby uh how did we get so lucky it's pretty it's a it's a strange life i lead but i'm pretty stoked about it how did we get so lucky <laughs> you know you know i don't know i just kind of just just uh just vibe with it and be thankful um we got a nice show for you guys lined up today we're going to be talking um about just kind of the the week in rapids news there's quite a few little tidbits here and there that'd be fun to touch on and kind of just catch up with, with what's going on with the players and the team and then we're going to look around the West and kind of see what's going on there. And then we're going to wrap up with looking ahead to Nashville this weekend on Saturday before the international break. So pretty packed show. Obviously, jump in the comments. Let us know what you're thinking about the team, about what we're talking about, about whatever. If you just have a random question that you've been thinking about all week since the win last weekend. And, uh, you know, it should be a fun little show before, uh, before the weekend. So... Uh, first thing on that list, I think we should probably talk about is Mr. Jack Price, the captain, comes back. First full game since he came back from injury, and he win, he's on the uh, MLS team of the week. Yeah, man, that's the what that's what you expect from Jack Price whenever he plays. He is a team of the week capable every single week. That's how good he is. Uh, really glad to see that the hamstring wasn't lingering, that it wasn't bothering him all game. Makes me excited for what's to come, especially with Sardis maybe coming in which was kind of teased a little bit during the broadcast and last game that he is possible to come in here pretty soon. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, away, away from the injury bug, it's like Jack Price just has like the quietest games where he dominates. Yeah. Right? You, yeah. Like, like his set pieces <laughs> are super elite. You see it and you're just like, yep, this could be a goal at any moment, either from a header or a shot. Right, and he didn't he didn't have an assist on a set piece. He had a few that were potential for sure, but uh, it, it, you know he just was clean with possession, was was efficient with his passes, and on his way to one of the best midfield games that anyone had over the weekend. It's pretty cool to see um, one of the best midfield games. Yeah, anybody had this weekend because he did win team of the week. Yeah, period. I mean, yeah, arguably the best. Um, it was cool. His parents flew in from England, got to watch the game at the Dick made it yeah, out that was pretty cool it yeah, was man, cool that figure awesome. held him out uh kept him out there until his friends could get there and watch him play a little bit <laughs> he's like all right man you got your you got your shiny moment well you can get out now you're all good to go yeah slipped out right there before the end of the game but enough to call it a full match the game before he only played 45 minutes um which was kind of expected right but um you know nice to see him nice to see him back in form don't really have to worry about the hamstring anymore. I, I would say that's that's out of mind now and gone. Yeah, for sure. It's a, you still want to keep an eye on it just because it's always scary. But I think for the most part, you're confident that he'll be good to go all, almost every week from now on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, not much to say. Efficient, as always. Classic captain, right? I mean, pretty much cut and dry there. Um, other notes came up. Um, Mark Anthony K. Not really a surprise, but he will be joining Team Canada over the break. Um, you know, he's been, I think, of mixed results on the national team level. Overall, I would call it a successful run over the last year or so with him and Team Canada. Obviously, the team is doing very well. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, I mean, is there anything you want to see? I mean, do you even want to see him playing over the break right now? I, I would almost rather, I mean, they're locked into a World Cup spot. I'd rather see him just just ride the bench, hang out, hang out with the guys and and take it easy. See, I'm a little bit on the opposite side. I'd rather I'd like to see him play like maybe 20 minutes, come maybe in. 45, just like come in in like the later end, just so he can keep his form going because he's in really sure. good form. And once you lose your form, it takes a while to come back, kind of readjust yourself. So I, I'd like to see him play just a little bit, so he doesn't feel that touch for the ball. Like that's my only thing. Do you think uh, the guys are just going to send him pictures from Mexico and from, you know, wherever, the Bahamas? And, like... <laughs> That's the one thing that would piss me off the most about being called a national, like, 
like, oh yeah, such great pride. You all you already qualified, and yeah, dude. your teammates out there like chilling, golf they're like, here, like in yeah. the Bahamas, you're Vegas, like, they're just like, <laughs> having a great time. And then you see, oh, you're still here training five days a week, having oh to travel God. everywhere. That's funny, getting yelled at by your coaches. Oh man, but I mean, you might get to meet Drake again. Like I think he That's met Drake sick. the first, the, the last time that um. Last time he showed up for that uh, with That's Alfonso sick. Davies. That's sick. So you That's might really get sick. to meet Drake. So it's like, I don't think you will, but there's always a chance you'll get to meet a famous Canadian. Maybe Justin Bieber. Steve Nash, maybe, dude. Steve Nash is a huge soccer guy. Huge soccer guy. So Big time. I wouldn't doubt seeing Steve Nash out there. That's so sick, dude. That is so sick. Where? Well, yeah, shout out to Mac. I mean, we'll see what happens. The games are meaningless, really, except for just kind of keeping the team in form. Um, you know, well, hopefully... Nations League. Mm, yeah, I mean. Dude, I think these teams have pride with each other. Like, no, I think so, too. Like, have teams like they're, the, the hatred that's been brewing between Mexico and Canada, the hatred that's there with Mexico and in, in, uh, the U.S., the hatred that's brewing between Canada and the U.S., it's yeah, very competitive, like to the maybe not where they go all the way out, but I think these guys like wake up for these games at this point. They're like, Oh wow, like I, well, yeah, but I mean, beat them today. This is just the start of Nations League, right? I mean, it's the finals are next year, right? So I think so. I think that's how that works, but again, like you want to show out, like I think that competitive nature does make some of, make some of these guys wake up and be like, Yeah, I just want to show that I can get more points than Canada, more points than the US, more points than Mexico. Yeah, and you know, honestly, it's pretty crazy. I think both the U.S. and Mexico are probably like, "What the hell, Canada? Canada's ahead of us. Can't not Costa Rica, not Panama, not Honduras. It's freaking Canada." How close is uh, Mexico ready to start a national <laughs> hockey team just to compete with Canada? <laughs> just to go out there and be like, "Oh yeah, you want to take our sport? We'll take your favorite sport. See how you oh like it." Oh my god, that would be awesome. Dude, I'm totally down. They would probably have the coolest hockey sweaters of all time. I, I am pretty biased to the colors of Mexico, but I love when they incorporate their black in the uniforms. They look so yeah. Especially with like the uh, mind calendar ones. Oh, you know? yeah, for sure. That would make a six hockey sweater. All right, moving on, moving on. Next news item. We get inside tracks. So that's the best podcasting. Uh, really quick, I just want to touch again on, on Markinich's debut, Markinich's debut. I thought it was great and i just think having several days to look back at the game and kind of you know read quotes from his teammates and from him afterwards and just kind of how he played and and i just i it, it is one of the few not few but i mean it's definitely one of the nice surprises of the season so far oh for sure man like you see um for a rookie that's really impressive man going out there being able to like be one of the best players out there on one of your first chances, like, that's really impressive. Oh, yeah, and, I mean, he was constantly in scoring position, um, was making nice runs on the backside of plays. You know, when the, when the ball was coming up the right, he was beating that last guy on the left, catching those long balls either on the edge of the box or right in the box, um, putting a head on it. They weren't the most effective touches, weren't the most effective headers. But I think having the awareness, especially against a talented team like Seattle, to get yourself into the right position is almost bigger than getting the right touch on it because that could have been nerves. That could, you know, I mean, that just comes with experience. But awareness and stuff, I think, is more of an instinct. It's not necessarily a, a learned thing, right? So being able to get yourself into those attacking positions and read the play well and kind of beat that last guy was super encouraging. Oh, for sure, man. But like you just uh, you kind of start to wonder like what do you expect from him come going forward now like is he gonna like walk into that Keegan Rosenberry spot in a couple of years and be like the next Mister Reliable is right. he gonna push for Brager maybe not to think to resign uh Estevez and keep him here full time and just send him back down on loan. Like, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves. I know that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the best part about player yeah. projection, maybe. <laughs> exactly. Like, But, again, it, like, it does start to, like, let you dream a little bit. You see one good debut, and you're like, wow, this could lead to some really good things in the future. Yeah, and, I mean, you look at the guys kind of in that that age group on the team, right? You have your Viasias, your Max, Mark and Nick, Yappy. You know, you have these younger guys 
Lucas himself. I mean, Lucas, right? If they could play on opposite sides of each other, you're like, I mean, you know, you almost have the bones structure already for a team like an MLS level team in five, you know, in like five years from now, right? Yeah. Considering you'll have turnover and you'll lose your best guys to overseas. And you know what I mean? Like you'll, you'll kind of turn that roster over. And then all of a sudden you have an outside back next to Lucas that you can plan long-term for and not just short and medium term. Like that's a guy you can build around. Like if you look down the Rapids Academy, you can see there's a lot of talent down the list, starting at the forward spot. You always mention it, it's Yappy. You look at the winger spot and you have a uh, Yaya Torre out in the wing. And then you look at the defense. A lot of people think that the Rapids are down on the, on Sebastian Anderson, but what we've heard is that they still like him a lot. They still think Sebastian Anderson is young. He's going to oh, develop yeah. to what they're looking for. And then you have Markinich come up and then you're looking at the midfield with Mayaka and you have all these talented players. Oh, and then you still have Mohamed Omar. Like you have all these talented players coming up in a couple of years. That's going to be a great addition to the Rapids, mm-hmm. which is going to be reminiscent of maybe like last year, the year before, like 2019, when Cole Bassett and Sammy Mines broke into the first team and pushed the team to be greater because you had young kids coming in and pushing everybody. Yeah, honestly, man, it is. Uh, it's it's a nice to see, and you know, you mentioned a lot of the guys there who those are all the names that we expected to see early, right? Those were the guys that you're like. Oh man, Mayaka's probably going to break in this, you know, this summer. Or like, you know, Yappy, who's who's played a lot with with two, but hasn't gotten a ton of time up with the first team. Um, you know, those are the those are the names that jump up, and then all of a sudden, you know, Marginet comes in and has a great MLS start and has you know a decent Open Cup game, and it's just it was uh, I thought it was really nice to see. I thought it was a uh, um, one of those things where you don't, it's like a good surprise. Generally in sports surprises can are mostly bad. It's an injury. It's a trade. Yeah. It's a, you know, whatever it is. It's Tim Connolly going to the freaking Timberwolves. Sorry. It's still, still, still a little bitter. Uh- <laughs> Minnesota has our numbers right now, man. Yeah. Minnesota right now for sure has our numbers. In oh, soccer. We are down so bad. Except for hockey. Hockey is the only one where probably nobody has our number. Yeah. Suck it wild. Um, all right. Well, I think that's that's that. And then, um, you know, the other thing we talked about pregame or you know pre-show we talked about was um, the recycled jerseys coming out. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of like mixed opinions on this. Oh, I wish we had D Line's opinion on them. Yeah, that's something definitely like we can even make a quote graphic for. <laughs> so these are the teams there. This is what they're wearing. Uh, the Rapids will be wearing. Um, last year it was like a light blue dark blue situation at home this year they're a lot more separated you have the purple with the repeating like striped pattern i don't even know how you describe that i probably sound like an idiot d-line's banging his head against a wall and i say all this stuff um camo like the small i think what it's supposed to represent it's like like strips of camo like up and you know it's like camo across but like vertical pinstripes almost yeah i think what uh, this is supposed to represent is like the wave of the oceans. Yep. Like keep recycled. Like I think that's the main thing. Yeah. So you get the purple with the light purple camo kind of pattern. And then the, it's like red, orange, red, reddish, orangish. Yeah. I think it's more like an orange color. Yeah. Like, a, like a very burnt red kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I think that weird. looks great, especially man. See, like you look through these and they're, you know, every team is going to wear the same, this weekend right um and every team's gonna be wearing the same and i like that the rapids don't have a kit sponsor and i know everyone wants a kit sponsor because the money and you know everything involved that way but but i think it i think it looks sharp i like it i honestly like the road jerseys better though i don't know are those in there no i can't yeah so basically it's white same pattern with like a peach and i think that looks great i love i think it's sharp i love these one-off gimmick kit games i think it's really cool to see um Obviously, pro environment, um, pro recycling. I love the MLS's whole green initiatives they do um, among industry leaders there. So pretty cool to see. Um, strong stance, very strong stance, Mitch. Uh, for recycling. Yeah, I am for recycling. <laughs> what are you uh, gonna do? I'm not afraid to say it. I'll say it right now. I re- I like recycling. I think I'm it's not good. Afraid to be a real person and say <laughs> I love recycling. <laughs> Hot take: recycling is good. Uh. <laughs> so these are the other kids. Hmm. 
that would do. Uh, let me see if I can make it bigger. Uh, it will not let me make it any bigger. That's okay. No, yeah. So it's it's you know light with the with the same kind of orangey. I think it looks really good. Um, just the one off this weekend at home. You'll see the Rapids in a new kit. So th- so they'll have worn all three kits at home, right? Because the green weekend, right? Green so. week. They wore the green at home. That was uh, Giassi Zardes's first. Right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. And so um, so now they'll have worn. Right. I forgot about that. Three different home. Yeah, dude, that's sharp, man. I think that's really sharp. Good on the MLS. It's really easy to mess up these, these. You know, everybody wear these jerseys for a week. Um, sometimes I feel like there's a designer who was like, "Oh shit, I didn't. Oh, oh yeah, here's my design for that." But uh, you know, this one looks like it was intentional and, and good. So this one, the, the biggest issue I have with this whole Adidas uh, mm-hmm. recycle thing um, collab that the MLS is doing is, it looks like it's just like a lot of empty calories because there's like nothing going towards the environment there's no real like oh yeah we'll donate this much at this weekend there's no real movement to it it's just kind of we have cool jerseys please recycle like it just looks very empty to me okay i can see that that's fair i think that's fair um but here's here's my thing with that and and this could be its whole own podcast let alone episode but it takes initiatives like this where it is just a jersey, but it has recycle with it. And it's commentators saying recycle jerseys and it's in print and it's on the Jumbotron. And it's like, you know, you just start to reinforce involvement with environmental actions and policies and stuff like that. And it, it just kind of embeds itself. Like, yes, alone the jerseys don't do much, but it is, it's just like reinforcement and, and positive reinforcement. I can see that. Yeah. I don't have much. When you put it that way, I can see the benefit a little bit better. But part of me is still like, this seems like just a huge, just kind of uh, scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. Yes. Well, I mean, that is mostly what it is, too. Yeah. I'm just trying to be positive. I just love recycling so much. I'm passionate, dude. Uh, Yeah. Very strong stance. (laughs) Recycle 2022. Leave the earth, please. All right. Controversial take. Okay, we're done with controversial takes until the next segment coming up. Right here, we're going to dig into the West. Um, So, I mean, look, the Rapids have, have, I think, where they stand right now in the MLS Power Rankings total is 11th. That's 7th out of Western Conference teams. So the West is the better conference right now. I think it's very, very, very top-heavy. And even at the bottom, you have Seattle in there. SKC can turn it on sometimes, it seems like, when they really want to. Um, Colorado is seventh of those, of that top 11, seventh of the Western teams. Real Salt Lake is ninth, Nashville is 10th. So they are, they're much higher in the power rankings than they are in their actual league standing. Um, You know, so they have, um, they're, they're sitting ninth in the West, 18 points, tied with Minnesota and Houston. Houston is gold differential, Minnesota's head-to-head. So, And they're only one point behind Nashville in sixth. So, so they are fully in the thick of the more difficult and, and harder conference. And, you know, you have LAFC surprising Austin at the top. Dallas somehow has gone to the top um, or, you know, in their third. And there's just – there's I feel like the West – is going to be difficult, and I don't think those standings you just put up are going to look the same even in two months, let alone end of the season. Yeah, let, I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot right now. Okay. Where do you think LFC lands if you see them right here? First. First. All right, Austin? Third or fourth. At least one home playoff game. All right. Let's look at Dallas. Where do you think they are? They, I think they make the playoffs, but I think they have a road playoff game. Okay, so Dallas is going to be like what third or fifth? I'd say around yeah, fifth, sixth, somewhere in there. What about a fake Salt Lake? Uh, they probably have a playoff game. Okay, um, Galaxy. I think they slide up. I think Galaxy finishes with a home playoff game. All right, Nashville and Dynamo. Where do you see those two? See, that's where it gets tough because those teams I think are good, but like 
Minnesota, Nashville, Houston, Timbers, Rapids, Sounders, right? So it's basically one, two, three, four, five, six teams for two spots. Because I don't see San Jose, Kansas City, or Vancouver making it, right? Like I don't yeah, sure. I think if you I think you could tell me any of these other teams are gonna make it and I'd believe you, right? Um Oh, man, Nashville's been playing so well, and they've played so many road games. You, you said it before the pod, but they've played 9 of 13 on the road already, especially with the late debut of their stadium. So now they're going to be playing a bunch of games at home. They're in decent position in the conference. I, Man, if I had to put money on it, I would say Houston does not make the playoffs. Um, See, the way I look at this, kind of like when we're looking at the graphic, 4 through 10 are playoff mm-hmm. contenders. Mm-hmm. And four through seven are the are the spots that you're looking at to move around. Right. I think those are the spots that you're going to be like fighting for. Mm-hmm. If I have to put, I think it's LAFC. I mm-hmm. think it's the Galaxy in two. I, mm-hmm. I I know they played pretty bad lately, but they always get a lot of help. Um, and then after that, I think it's just a complete crapshoot. I really do think it's an absolute crapshoot, and I just can't tell you who's going to be in third place. Sounders well, yeah. are going to try to make a push for the playoffs because they're fully focused on um, on the MLS now. So if I look at it this way, I think it has, it's going to have to be like, I can see maybe LFC, Galaxy, Austin, Ralsa, Lake at four, Rapids, Minnesota, FC Dallas. Rapids, Minnesota, Dallas. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's. So you're saying Nashville and Dynamo both fall out? Yeah. That might be like a super homer take, but that's kind of what I'm looking at. I like that. I mean, so, so, you mean, so congested. Um, Dallas there is at 22 points, right? So it should be 22 points. So third place has 22, and ninth place has 18. And that's yeah. the Rapids on goal differential, you know? So, I mean, it is completely up for grabs. And you're right. But, I mean, you know, you you look at form, right? Galaxy hasn't been great, but I think that's a team that can turn it on, so they stick around. Um, actually, can you pull up that question again? Let's jump into that because I do think it really matters. I think it's 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 the do X factor to where this finishes. Do you want to get into that in the second segment, or do you want to get to it now? No, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. But I do think Zardis in general, this question from Cody about Zardis, I think, I mean, Zardis is a big, big X factor. When you have um, Rubio putting up half a goal a game, and you have Zardis who did that in his Columbus tenure, you know, you, man, that's like, it's really hard to deny that, that if, if they can both work that level, I can't – and if the Rapids are so good at home – and, you know, we talked about it with, with Joseph and we talked about it a little bit, you and me, in the last pod. Um, they can – yes, I don't think they're going to mag- magically become a good road team, but the Rapids are going to pick up points on the road. Yeah, for There's sure. There's no way they go a season without points on the road. They're going oh. to find a groove. They'll get a tie here, a win there, a tie here, right? And they're not going to – they'll. I don't think they'll go the whole season without losing a home, although last year they only lost the home opener and then won, you know, drew or won the rest of the season. And I think it's going to be something like that this year. One, maybe two, maybe. So there's going to be plenty of points for them, and, and it's so congested. There's not a huge gap in goal differential until you get to Austin at, at second. Pretty much everyone is in line there, goal differential-wise. So, I mean, I think the Rapids are as good as, as – position as you can ask for except for the fact that they're in ninth right now yeah and like <laughs> and how you're saying like it's yeah. all super congested and the rapids have been dominant at home the yeah. biggest issue if we look ahead to the next five games is they won't be playing at home they're gonna play, be playing away more than home they, they don't play at home until the fourth of july exactly but to be fair they have like a two to three week uh yeah they have a two-week break exactly and then it's then it's one coast in New York, one coast in Portland, home for Austin at Real Salt Lake. So Portland is three points behind them. Nashville is one point ahead of them. Austin is obviously second. Real Salt Lake is four points ahead of them. Um, it's These are good teams they're facing, man. Even the Timberwolves, oh, they're like, they feel like they're out. Like they're gonna go. They're about to go through a gauntlet. 
You look at you have how you said you have oh, Nashville. Nashville's really God. good. Nashville <laughs> is right there in that mix, trying to get that playoff spot. NYFC has been dominating. They've been yeah, they're really MLS's number one team in their power rankings. Exactly, they've been like they've been amazing at home, especially with that really weird field out there, like that super strange field at like at the uh, New York Stadium. Then you have the Timbers. The Timbers away at home are also very hard. Well, yeah, and anybody on the road is hard for the Rapids right now. I mean, exactly. look, we it's were talking hard. about how perfect an opportunity it was to walk into Kansas City, a team that just lost 7-2, that was completely injured and playing terribly, and they couldn't they couldn't hang. Looking back at it, I think we overhyped it because SKC was also looking to bounce back. So, yeah. Like, they were fighting harder. The Rapids were there for the taking to do the, the final blow. Well, I think we need to give a little credit to SKC, too. No, sure. But, I mean, you know, and we talked about this. You're kind of running out of of teams to play on the road that you want to play on the road, right? Like, you yeah. don't want to go to NYCFC when you're battling for a playoff spot. You don't want to go to Portland. You do not want to go to Rio Tonto at all, ever, under any though. circumstances. Tinto. I always say Tonto. Yeah, you also say Tonto. That's one thing that I always say it. I, I, I see why, because it's very Lone similar. Ranger. Yeah. Well, and the Lone Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So, like, that's, I'm like, okay, every time you say real, real Tonto, I'm like, I yeah. say it every time. It's Tinto. Yeah, it's Tinto. It's the tinted, the tinted uh, river. Tinted river. No, yeah, I just, it's in my head. <laughs> I don't know. I'll never not say it. I sound we'll like an never idiot. never not say real Tonto. I'm a professional. We're going to okay? uh, put mask on. We're going to paint the, the river the same color as Tonto. We're like, all going to show up mask. in burgundy little masks. Lone Ranger shirt. New shirt. Just a, a Tonto in a, in a burgundy river. colors. Ooh. Ooh. Tonto in burgundy. D-line. I know you're not listening, but... Make the shirt happen, Disney. Right please do not listen or sue us. <laughs> <laughs> look, man. I mean, the West is interesting, and then you look ahead to this weekend too. Um, not to you know, not to totally throw it away, but you know, you get some interesting. You know, LAFC, San Jose, okay, at home. Eh, all right, probably not going to do much to standings there. Um, Dallas is in Orlando, so you hope Orlando can kind of work some magic, right? Orlando has been pretty decent. Like, Port- they, they don't show it on the standings, but they've been – you see them play, and they've been a fun team to watch play. Yeah, and it's always a tough stadium to go to. Whether or not they've been, you know, getting results, it's a tough game. The humidity um, there, it's insane, man. Yeah. The amount of times I see players grabbing their shirt and airing oh, yeah. it out because that thing is sticking to their chest, to their yeah. stomach, it's insane. Yeah, Portland in Miami this weekend. So Miami is probably the worst team. In, yeah, <laughs> Miami's probably the worst team in in MLS right now. Wooden spoon. Then we're yeah, wooden spoon. <laughs> so uh, Minnesota has NYCFC at home. So hopefully, you know, hopefully NYFC continues their form um, and finishes out before the break with a big road win. Um, and then the game that you're going to want to look for, and it's going to finish about half an hour after the Rapids game. So if you're at home watching or you don't have to drive home from the stadium, you can pull it up on your phone. It'll finish about half an hour later is Houston in Salt Lake. And I think that is the one that everyone's going to want to look for because you don't really want a result for either side. You don't want so, a positive results for either one. No, a one you point for both tie. of them is fine. Yeah, one you point for both of them tie. is fine. One point for both of them, um, assuming that the the Rapids do what they do and win at home, right? Um, that will put them ahead of Nashville and ahead of Houston. And if Minnesota loses to NYCFC, which I think is a fair ask, right? Um, that would put the Rapids into sixth place and just one point behind, sorry, two points behind Real Salt Lake. So. Exactly, and that's what we we're talking about. It's yep. also congested, mm-hmm. and this is where the Rapids need to take advantage. Mm-hmm. Going into the break, get oh, yeah. fully healthy, get fully rested, and try to move up the standings real quick. Oh yeah, especially with a a whole lot of hard teams mm-hmm. uh, in the schedule coming up in the next. 
five, six match days. June and July is brutal. Absolutely brutal. But before we do that, we have to finish out this before the break with Nashville. So we're going to jump into that right here. But first, we do want to talk about the homies over at Avaca TV. Uh, look, you want to watch the Rapids, right? Pretty hard to do in Denver. I think half of Denver pays for cable, doesn't have the chance to even watch their favorite team. You know why? Because they don't have Ivaca TV. You can sign up for Ivaca TV. Totally new approach to TV programming delivery. It's less expensive. It's easy to watch. Offers a superior picture. Services include Altitude Sports. It includes AT&T Sportsnet. National channels. And you know what else it includes? DNVR. You can watch us. You can watch the Avs show. You can watch bets. You can you watch DNVR. You can watch DNVR on Ivaca TV. If that's not enough right there, I mean, geez. I mean, honestly, I don't even have to read the rest of the ad almost, but I will because you can watch all of this. Rapids, Mammoth, Pioneers, Rams. You get all of that coverage all for just $15 per month when you go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. It gives you $10 off your first three months. That's $15 per month. For the first three months plus receiver, there's no contracts, there's no hidden fees, and you get to watch the Rapids. Um, you have it, right? I do have Evoca TV, and I love it. There you go. That's all you need. You get to record all the games, which I do, and then go watch again. See, there I you go. Suffer. Yeah, because, you know, we, you know, I DVR all the games, and I sit there and watch the miserable ones again. For some reason, um, it's not very fun. <laughs> but it is very fun. <laughs> yeah, of course. But look, Ivaca is great. They are the true homies. We we've had some good times with Ivaca, and uh, we hope that you guys can use it too and, and can watch the Rapids at home without any sketchy streams. And if you already have Ivaca, um, saying hi from your TV right now because you're probably watching us on Ivaca TV. Hi, mom. I'm on uh, TV. Uh, my mom isn't watching. Um, None of my family's watching. They <laughs> understand English for the most part. So. <laughs> they understand. They love me, and they like seeing my face, and that's why they watch. Yeah, yeah, totally. Look at this. Look at these mugs. We were made for TV, baby. Look at these. Made it onto the big screen. Let's go. Look at us. The mullet for sure is made for TV, baby. Oh, oh yeah. Know if you can see the mullet, you can see the stash for sure. Oh, it's but, it's let sexy. me see. Oh yeah, there it is. Oh, Andrew Dog, what's up? <laughs> All right, let's do it. He wants to be. He wants to be on the show. Hi, Nico. Nico, let's go. All right, bye, Nico. <laughs> All right, let's dig into this weekend. Nashville visiting the Colorado Rapids on Saturday, seven o'clock at the Dick, the Fortress, yeah, the yeah, on. Get dicked, get dicked. Uh, they uh, get the rabbits don't lose at home tonight. Rabbits <laughs> haven't lost at home since the home opener against Austin FC last season in a regular season MLS game. Uh, the that is. Have... Oh, here, let me da- bring down my echo. Can <laughs> right, I fix it? <laughs> I messed up a big time. Oh no, yeah, All right. yeah. Is it better? There we go. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I tried to go fancy with my effects, and that's what it got me. But yeah, look, I mean, this is a big time. I think this is look, the Sounders win big. The LAFC win big. Portland rivalry match big. This is one of those games where it's like there is this is the first time they've ever played Nashville, right? Nashville yeah, was in the East going, last and- year. They didn't meet in the MLS's back tournament. Um, it's like this is a unknown team, unknown entity coming in, and you need to put your streak on the line. It's kind of a put your nuts on the table game. Yeah, you think, do you yeah. think that's fair? It's very fair, and it's also the Rapids uh, meeting Gary Smith, a coach that took him to the promised land back in 20, 2010. So there's, I don't think there's, there's not a single player left. Maybe Drew Moore is the last one left from that team. Yo, shout and out. And he's not really played. No, and he uh, probably won't. He's, Something went point, wrong if he plays this weekend. Yeah, at this point, he's a player coach, and I love that yes. for him. I think it's perfect. Um, but yeah, like how, how you're talking about, 
it's time to like show them what you're made of. It's time to show mm-hmm. kind of like, hey, you know what? Keep the streak going. Uh, Nashville is not a perfect team, but they're mm-hmm. a very good team. They're they're a really good defense. Um, but but the interesting part about that is they they are really bad at defending set pieces. And last year, uh, over a third of their goals conceded were on set pieces. Oh, what is the rapid strength on offense? Oh, what does Jack Price love to do more than any human on planet Earth? Put dimes off of set pieces right on to to, to Wallace's head. Uh, if I see a place, he's going to put one. I mean, I think it's going to be a Jack Price assist game this weekend. And, and that is that is the, the thing they can expose when the Rapids have the ball at their feet by yeah, and far. You, and if you look at their defense, they're also not perfect. They uh, have three clean sheets mm-hmm. uh, in this year. That's best for 15. Uh, they concede a goal per game, which is pretty good. Like a goal per yeah. game, you can win, especially if you have Hani Mukhtar and Sapong scoring. Uh, they conceded two penalties, which is tied for ninth, which is kind of a lot, especially how the Rapids have been going. They've been getting some favorable calls their way. Ooh, another, uh, another penalty game? It might be, and they and they have a uh, nineteen clearances per match. That's not a lot, and they only have seven successful tackles per game. That's, that's something it. that the attack. That that's something right. the attack has to uh, take advantage of. I it think it's special. the wings. Yeah, it's 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 Lewis. It's it's Barrios if he's in there. It's Mac. It's Mac. Yeah, and it's those guys. Making dangerous runs off of those, off of Keegan, off of Lawless, off of Price from the back, pushing the ball up, and and finding those those receive turn run, right, and get onto the wing. You know, if you can have the ball at your feet for twenty, yeah, it's a lot. Ten to fifteen steps, right, like ten to fifteen full strides, and and create contact and and, and force a defender to get to you. Um, and, and put yourself in position to where Price can can do what he does best, and that's put those set pieces into dangerous positions. Yeah, for sure. And, that, like, the most interesting stat to me is that they only have three clean sheets while Colorado has six. That bodes yeah. really well for Colorado, especially all Colorado oh, yeah. needs need is one goal and that defense to be on point, and they're going to win this game. I would and like that's them how to they score more than one goal. But yeah, yes, we're wishing yes, for You one are correct. Game. But all they yes. need is one. Literally, because their defense and their goalkeeper is really good. Yeah, I mean, look, Yarbrough is great. That back line is rock solid. Mukhtar and Sapong, is uh, that's a dangerous one too uh, up top. Not more dangerous than Vela and uh, Arango. Sure. And they shut them down completely. You're not wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that like. You're telling me I'm wrong, Mitch, and I'm about to fight you through the street. Let's go. (laughs) Catch me. DMVR (laughs) bar, you and me, baby. Yeah, yeah, late night. GMVR brawl. Yeah. That's going to be the new Twitter handle. <laughs> Bare knuckle boxing after the bar closes at 2.05 a.m. More um, like 12.30 if we're lucky. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, look, I think – look, obviously the Rapids have the advantage. They're at home. They are a completely different team at home than on the road. It's really tough to say they're they're not the favorite team this weekend. It's tough to say – it's tough to even predict a draw, right? Like even if you're trying to be nice – to Nashville and trying to be, you know, like the realistic, not always be the homer and pick a win. I don't see how you don't predict a win. You have two weeks off, right? So, and I think this is where, you know, you talk about injuries, right? I think you can, Price has shown that he can play 70 plus minutes, right? He's, he's back. He's fine. Wilson is back. He's fine. You have, I don't think you risk Giassi's artist. I really don't. Well, yeah, let's get into this comment that Cody is that you must. Uh, yeah, so do you, you think we might see Zardis sub in this weekend, similar to what Price did with his hamstring? I don't, honestly, I don't want to. Give him a month off. We have two weeks off. Give him a month off. Have him start with Rubio in New York when they come back. That's what I think. I think you should actually, I think I, w- I wouldn't like to see him start. I'd like to have see him the last 10, 15 minutes if the Rapids need him. I think if it's a draw, you could talk me into wanting that, right? Like if it's one one zero zero two two whatever in the 80th and you still have a sub window, sure. That's the only time I would bring him in, honestly. I if just don't see the point. Scenario. You have to think long-term, right? Like you have to think long-term. 
You brought him in to put goals and I think to be more of a steadying force, not relying on young guys on the road. And you have a lot of road games coming up against good teams. You want him in perfect condition going into that stretch of it's at New York, at Portland, home to Austin, at Salt Lake. Yeah, That is a difficult four weeks. And I completely agree. I said only scenario I would like to see him in if it's a 1-1, 0-0 draw, and you really want that win. You kind of saw the results around the MLS, and you want to push into that playoff spot before the break. I think that's the one time you bring bring in Zardes um, and just see if there's something you can create. I don't expect him to score in those 10, 15 minutes or whatever, but it, I think it would just be helpful and give a little bit of like confidence to the fan base more than anything that, hey, we're trying to go for this. We're trying to win. This is not just another year for us. Yeah, no, I definitely think that's right. Um, man, the thing I'm thinking of now that we're talking injuries is – do you, what do you want to do with Mac after coming off and taking the hit to the head last week? Uh, I think Mac is fine. I think it was more his like vision was like not as like his uh, eye was like yeah. Like, I don't think it was like up. anything major like concussion wise or something that's gonna. Imp- if the swelling is down and he can see, I think there's no reason for him not to play. I think True. that was the biggest issue with him not playing anymore that he couldn't see out of that eye, yeah, and fair. it was mostly due to the swelling. Um, yeah, and especially because. We, I think Mac is going to be a very uh, very big role in this uh, mm-hmm. game because the midfield for Nashville has not been good. Only 331 accurate passes per match. They, they only average 46% uh, possession. And in the final third, they only won possession four times. Yeah, I mean, look. Look, the, the numbers all say Rapids, right? Exactly. Logic says Rapids. Um, watching them play at home at any point this year says Rapids. And then there's the Rapids. They do this thing where when it's very obvious, they like to mess with you. I think that's very accurate when it's on the road. I think at home it's like – No, they haven't let us down at home. They have yeah, not exactly. at all. And it's at home, so I think we should be confident for the Rapids this week. Yeah. Um, I think it's something that we do have to consider in this game. First ever match between two these two uh, teams. Yeah, and I think that matters. Someone. Especially because they didn't beat Charlotte, man. They drew with Charlotte. That that was a very strange game. That was weird. And you don't want to do that again. Yeah, for sure. I think the I, I really do think the Rabbits want this playoff spot. They're begging for this playoff spot. And I this is a chance to kind of like, okay, international break. We are in a playoff spot, not the last playoff spot. We can jump to sixth, right? Like we can jump. Yeah, I think it's time. For, I think they know it's time they can turn it around. I think they want to turn it around, and I think they realize that if they're going to do it, it's going to have to be here pretty quick. And they see the matches coming up. They see where they're playing, NYFC. They're going to go to uh, Rio Tinto. They're going to go to uh, the Portland, and it's going to be hard for them to get results every single time. If In the next five games, it's possible 15 points. I'm happy with nine points that means win three matches win two at home and one away well we only have two right and one of those is against austin you know arguably one of the best five teams in the mls this season exactly Um, but they're at home so like that's that should give you an advantage you could win two home games tie all three games going to new york going to portland house of horrors in salt lake city Ooh, yeah i mean this game's huge right and 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 here's the thing right you leave it all Right, like you, you expect you have two weeks off, right? You can throw your best lineup out. You can also play it where you have, say, a guy like Keegan or a guy like Wallace. They've basically played the whole season, tons of minutes, heavy minutes. Lawless was dealing with that hamstring, so you know there was a stretch where he played only like 45, 60 minutes a game. But I mean. Is it a is it a match where you see a guy like maybe it's it's Lucas and Beta, maybe it's you know maybe Viasia goes in for Lawless to start or something like that and let some guys not just Markinic get one more huh? time. Uh, yeah, dude, Markinic would be nice to see him, man. Markinic. Um, I don't know. It. I would prefer the all out. Give me the starters. Give me Rubio, Zardes, Max. No, not Max. Sorry, Mac. Right, uh, 
Acosta, Price, Lucas, Keegan, Wilson, Lawless, and Trusty. Give me, give me the start, the undoubt, no doubt starters. Put two goals up, then start some guys out, right? Like then, if you need to rest some guys, pull, you know, pull them. Um, I guess we just said Zardis is. I would prefer he wouldn't. So replace, replace, put Lewis there instead, or whatever, right? Like Barrios has been good, Lewis has been good, doesn't matter. But give me that best version. Go all out. Guarantee yourself those three points. Guarantee yourself to put up into playoff contention, barring you know, a big win for Minnesota over New York, right? Like you can put yourself there with a win and set yourself up for success in the second half of the season coming up. For sure, man. I think that will, I think we're both on the same page where it's, we don't need them to win, but you want to see the win to get into that playoff spot, start pushing and get ready for what's coming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have a prediction? Uh, I'm going to go 2-0. I just think they're going to be a lot better, and I just really do think 2-0 is the way to go. Okay. Um, 2-0, who's your goal scorer? Uh, I'm going to go Rubio. You can't go wrong with Rubio. <laughs> and I think Barrios breaks the curse. I think Barrios gets oh, oh, give me a Barrios goal, baby. Um, I think Price gets that either a corner – or, you know, one of those Lewis on the wing fouls from someone trying to catch him from behind. He'll get a set piece in a nice position. And who's going to score it? Who's going to put the header in? I say Wallace gets another one. Yeah. Yeah. Wallace gets one. And uh, Rubio gets one. There you go. Two nothing went home, as and usual. Julio's talking about what happened to Max. This is a good question. Uh, yeah. Shout out Julio, by the way, my guy. Um, look. Max is young. This is a new city, new country, new continent, new hemisphere. Um, you know, he needs a, he has an interpreter with him at the facility, you know, like he doesn't speak the language. Uh, he's a kid. He, you know, this is a very different playing style across the league, right? MLS versus the Brazilian league is, is night and day. Um, and I just think it's going to take some time. I think there's culture shock. I think there's moving. I think I think there's a lot of that in there. Um, the skill speaks for itself. He has it. Like he's. Do I think he's going to be an impact player this year? I think he might have an impact game. I think there might be like the max game where you know he scores one off the bench or adds a, um, you know, adds a an important goal or something like an assist or a goal or you know like two whether it's an assist and assist an assist and a goal or a goal and a goal, whatever it is. Like he might have a game, he might have a stretch where it's two games where he starts and does well or something like that. But no, I don't expect him to be an impact guy this season. And I think that was kind of their play is like, we can spend the money. This guy's available. We can lock him into our system with our good coaches and our good base. You know, like we have a strong front office, strong trainers, strong everything and, and grow him into the player that he can be. For sure. For sure, um, I, I it's not time to panic on Max. He just mm-hmm. kind of like it's. We had a lot of high hopes for him. Uh, we thought he was going to be elite. He still could be very young guy. He'll grow. I will take. I will take the blame on gassing up Max. That was me. I was driving the Max train hard. I think it and was everybody around these parks really had high hopes. Yeah, I think and everybody look- really had a lot. Even when we had a. Uh, first show we did, Jared, you, me, and even Matt was were really like hyped on Max. Like we all knew, we all thought he was going to be a great player, and it's just it didn't go as far as we expected it right away. But I think he'll get there eventually. Yeah, yeah, I think it will be. I think next year is the Max, the year of Max. I think when he has a full season and a full off season, and and he's comfortable where he lives and knows and you know knows people and you know, feels comfortable in all parts of his soccer life, the home life, soccer life, all that. Um, I think he'll, he'll ease in. Um, I, like I said, he's going to have his moments though. Like I, it's been rough. Like those games have been rough, but I do think there's going to be a sub here, a sub there where he does something special and you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. I see it. Right. Sure. But there's also, it's going to be followed by a game or two games or three games where you're like, what are you doing? I think he's got him better control and better understanding of, of the team. The more we see mm-hmm. him on the first team, I yeah. think he'll get there. How I said he'll eventually he'll be fine. 
Yeah. It is what it is. I don't expect it this weekend. I'm going to stop predicting max goals every game like I did at the start. Um, <laughs> we were begging uh, to see him more at the beginning. Begging. Uh, him more, and then we're like, okay, we know why Frazier hasn't put him all yeah. the end yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, man, you got any other notes? Anything else you want to look out for from Nashville? Anything Anything on the horizon? Any uh, um, news in the footballing world? Not much. Just going to be a heavy pack Saturday for me. Watching yeah. Champions and then watching the Rapids. Dude, Champions, you got the um, EPL uh, promotional uh, finals. Will be nice to watch. Um, hope Nottingham Forest. I'm a big Forest guy over here. Hope they come through. Um, only because they've won Europe before back in the 70s. Like They're like, you know, they were a storied club that just hasn't broken through. And it'd be cool to have a club like that up, right? Like... Right. I think that's sure. that's an interesting it's an interesting place for the team to go play. Um, it just is is new uh, in terms of you know modern Premier League viewers being able to see that. Um, uh, Rashford's hanging out in the U.S. training right now, so hopefully, if you want to come to Denver and watch a game with your boy, you know, come check it out. Uh, that'd be sick. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. It should be a fun weekend. It should be it's a big Saturday in the MLS, so. Um, sure. A lot of cross-conference games, and obviously that big nightcap of Houston-Salt Lake to look out for as well. So uh, that'll do it for us, guys, over here at DNVR Rapids. Thank you so much for tuning in. Like, subscribe, get your membership to the DNVR. Uh, get in that locker, get your scarf, get your shirt, um, get all that. Follow Yeah here on Twitter. There's his handle right over there. There. Uh, follow me, Mitch underscore underscore carol uh and above all that baby up the pits <laughs>